welcome, welcome to another week of the Diva Docs. And tonight we're doing, we're talking with Dr. Crystal Green. And we are going to be talking about spiritual vision boards. And I just thought that coming up to the new year, this was completely appropriate. I, I was being a little bit selfish myself because I want to, I've never done a vision board and I, I am a visionary and I do tend to do it anyway, I guess, in my mind. But it'll be interesting to compare what I've always done and how I've, you know, envisioned things and achieved things to uh uh, how you actually go about putting a vision board together. So it'll be interesting to see those similarities and differences. But before I go any further, I want to thank Daryl Williams and WDKK Radio for continuing to give me and all the Diva Docs this amazing platform to say and share everything that we want to share. It's just uh, such a blessing. And I want to thank all the audience for listening in once again. And tonight I have with me Dr. Crystal Green and also Dr. Rhonda Anderson. So there's the three of us to start and then we're bringing some more people on uh, as we move along during the night. Uh, we're we're going to bring some more people on, so we'll that'll be halfway through. But in any case, I am going to let you introduce yourself, uh, Dr. Crystal, and tell us about what you're doing with the spiritual vision boards and the difference between a spiritual vision board and a vision board. And uh, perhaps myself and Dr. Rhonda can, uh, you know, throw some questions out and things that we would have in a vision board and you can tell us what we're doing right or wrong. So how, how does that sound? Sounds and you can, wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> and you can steer us along whichever way you think is appropriate. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let me start off by saying thank you so much for allowing me to be on DivaDocs and share my philosophy about the spiritual vision board process. Um, I think most people are familiar with vision boards and how vision boards work. The spiritual vision board is very similar to the regular vision board process. Actually, wow. when I first started creating my vision boards, I did so under the the premise of regular vision boards, and I think a lot of people have heard of them from either the book or the movie The Secret, and their understanding of the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. So when I first saw the movie The Secret, and um, I kind of gravitated to the part where the vision board was introduced, but when you watch the movie or when you read the book, there are certain principles that um, the secret or the law of attraction talks about. And that first principle is a biblical principle. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't really mention um, any scriptures in the movie or they don't mention any scriptures while you're, you're watching or watching the movie or reading the book. But Acts, Believe, and Receive is from mm -hmm. Matthew. Is from Matthew 21, 22. Mm -hmm. And it basically says, if you ask for anything in my name, in God's name, or in Jesus' name, you acknowledge um, that he is a, the person, our mm -hmm. creator, who can give us the desires of our heart if we believe that that's true. 
believe in what we've asked for, that it can come into fruition, and then physically be open to receive it once those opportunities come mm-hmm. into our lives, we can actually receive, you know, our blessings, our desires. So that's one scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, the book that I'm releasing tomorrow is called Visual Prayer, How to Create Your Own Spiritual Vision Board. Mm-hmm. And it talks about acts, believe, and you will receive. It also talks about Habakkuk 2.2, which is write down your vision, make it plain. Um, and there are some other scriptures that I have incorporated in the spiritual vision board process. Mm. It's an understanding that we are co-creators of our, of our destiny, of our, of our future, when we connect with God and his purpose for our life. Exactly. So that's basically the difference. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And um, I'm going to uh, let you uh, ask a couple of questions or your f- uh, thoughts on the Spiritual Vision Board. Dr. Rondra, if, you're, if you have any questions at the outset. Um, well, yeah, well, it's very nice uh, meeting you, Dr. Crystal. Um, I think that this is like an awesome component to add to the vision board. My, myself, I am a Christian, and I know that, you know, I know all those things. And you actually mentioned um, one of my favorite scriptures, which is Habakkuk 2.2. Um, you know, so I just never thought about putting it on my vision board it's always been in my heart and in my mind and in my spirit that you know i've known god but not to actually put it on my vision board so i think mm-hmm. that this is a great um spin to vision boards uh and i mean you know if you know and i think it goes across religions you know when i think about it i'm like Definitely. wow anybody can put it with any religion mm-hmm. you know they can incorporate that into their vision board so i feel like this is a very unique um very unique component Mm -hmm. to vision boards. I've never heard of anybody saying, put this on your vision board. You know, you hear about everything else, like, you know, your, what do you, what do you, what do you see for your future? What do you see for your health, your family, Mm. but never your spiritual life, you know? And I think that this is an excellent component to add to vision boards. So what made you think of starting to do um, spiritual vision boards or what brought about, you thinking to add this to the vision board? Well, well, uh, like I said initially, when I first watched the movie, and that was roughly around eight years or so ago when I first watched the movie, um, I knew that everything that they were saying had a connection to the Bible, had some type of um, biblical or scripture reference. So even though they did not mention it during the movie, um, mm-hmm. and I, I really have not noticed any of those specific scriptures written in, in their book. I mean, for those of you who are familiar with the Bible, you know when you hear Acts, Believe, and Receive, you know, mm-hmm. that's Matthew twenty one twenty two. 22. Um, so I think what God was placing on my heart to do was because I started sharing just this basic knowledge with other people, believers and non-believers, so people who are familiar with the Bible and and those who are not. And some Mm -hmm. people were a little bit more readily to receive this information and accept Mm -hmm. it and take it one step farther Mm -hmm. to incorporate it in their vision board. So after, after I started sharing the information, then I started conducting workshops, 
um, both online and um, physical workshops where I would simply invite people. Um, and the idea caught on. People mm -hmm. realized that, you know, it's, it's just not something that um, I can do on my own not and not connected with God mm -hmm. because he he is um, he is that person who can make all of our dreams come true. He is the person mm -hmm. who can open up any door for us. He mm -hmm. can close doors that he does not want us to walk through. Mm -hmm. He can um, just make it possible so that when we're saying affirmations, when we're restating our mantras, when we are connecting those images to his purpose for our life, mm -hmm. those things can actually come into fruition mm -hmm. based on our level of faith, how much we can believe in it, and then how willing are we to accept those things um, as a gift, as a blessing from mm -hmm. him. Mm. That's interesting. Now, mm -hmm. now with the vision boards, because uh, you know, I'm I'm a big believer in faith, in belief. I'm also mm -hmm. a believer in you know, you got to be prepared to do the work because he's not going to put it in your lap if you're just wanting it. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> so, you know, like, because I hear people say, oh, well, it's just going to come to me because I believe it will and he'll just wait and it will happen, you know, wait and he will give it. No, no, you better damn run after it and hustle hard. <laughs> hustle hard and show that you're really prepared to go that extra mile. Like, you know, right. and, I, and I think some people, People miss that part they you know they're, they're, they're very um, you know they follow the scriptures but they they believe that because they follow the scriptures that it's just going to fall in their lap and you got to work your butt off you, know? you do <laughs> yeah you, you do yeah. And you, you're absolutely right mm -hmm. what I've mm -hmm. done in the book is I've incorporated a simple four-step process right. and what you're talking about mm -hmm. is step number three wow so okay three is is receiving right and I think what people um, misunderstand is exactly what you said they think that things are going to fall into to their lap they think if they ask God for the perfect mate he's going to show up at their doorstep <laughs> and they're not putting in any of the work right so the work is yeah. you're asking for it and you're believing it but mm -hmm. when you believe when you believe you have to start preparing yes. yourself mm -hmm. to expect his blessing right mm-hmm mm -hmm. And something actually happens during that belief process. Right. You have the intention of expecting what it is that he wants. And mm -hmm. I, I really spell it out in the book, but let me mm. just share um, one, one little um, process of, of step number two, which is belief. Mm. There's something that's called inspired thought. And inspired thought occurs when we are present in the moment, mm -hmm. when we are present and aware, being mindful of the things that we've asked God to bring into our life. Mm -hmm. If we're constantly focusing on those things, then um, God will begin to open doors. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say the universe, the universe, God, 
opportunities will start to present themselves because when you when you repeat these affirmations mm-hmm. over and over, I want a spouse, I want my more money, I want a better job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. be health healthy, wealthy, and blessed. Mm-hmm. You're saying those things with such subconscious meaning mm-hmm. that they begin to occur in your life. You right. just have to be aware of them, be open to them, mm-hmm. and expect them. Mm-hmm. And once you start expecting them, that's step number three. You will receive mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you're only going to receive what you put out. You know, like you're not going to... You're not going to receive if you don't put out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So you're just asking and you're sitting around and you're waiting and you're twiddling your thumbs. Um, Yeah, you're you're not going to receive those blessings. But what's really interesting is when when you actually go back to the secret movie or or the Mm -hmm. book, um, Jack Canfield was the the author who really spoke about the law of attraction and, and the vision board process. And his inspired thought occurred while he was in the shower, mm-hmm. and um, he had written a book uh, months ago, but he didn't really do anything to make that book a success. And mm. what we know that book is Chicken Soup for the Soul. Oh, yes. Love so that. So God mm-hmm. started putting um, opportunities in his life mm-hmm. and things that he probably were, were not really aware of prior to asking for it mm-hmm. became um, a little bit more tangible right. and acceptable. So he saw those things as opportunities that, that God had put in mm-hmm. his life and that he should take advantage of. So mm-hmm. what we know about Chicken Soup for the Soul is it's one of the, his best-selling books. Um, he received a million-dollar royalty check because of its success. And the very first um, check that he asked for when he was asking for a blessing from God, he asked Mm -hmm. for $100,000. Well, he didn't quite make $100,000. He made $90,000. Wow. Um, But his second request was that million-dollar check, and he received a million-dollar royalty check from chicken soup for the soul. I was asking for a million the other day. I just... (laughs) (laughs) I was. Well, I I had that on my vision board too. Yes. But the thing thing is, when you're asking for it, Mm -hmm. what are you doing behind that that request to actually receive it? Oh, I am working my butt off. (laughs) I I have been for years. And it's so funny um, that you say that you have to be ready because I've Mm -hmm. seen where people... I, I don't really know what they're praying for, but right. say, for instance, I, I'm a witness in a conversation and somebody says, mm-hmm. I have this opportunity for you, right? And right. it's like a big opportunity, but you're not ready. So you're not preparing. You're praying for the opportunity, but you're not ready. And when you're not ready, mm. it's just an exactly. awful experience and- because you, it, it dampens. I mean, it goes further mm-hmm. into your emotions and things like that. Right. You know, it's like you crawl under a rock because you're not ready. Right. You know, and when somebody presents, somebody just say, I want you to speak, you know, like, Alisa, 
I want you to, you know, be on Oprah with, which you probably are ready. But if you're I, not, ready, I would, you're I would like definitely the- be there tomorrow. <laughs> I would be there tomorrow. I would have all the demon dogs. We would like ba- bang. We yeah, would like you'd be ready. Damn, I would be ready in an instant. She is my idol. <laughs> but you know, it's just like getting an opportunity like that. You know, or somebody say, you know, I want your, your, I want you to coach my employees, but you don't have the the um, presentations ready or the documents ready. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's like mm-hmm. scrambling behind the scenes trying to get it ready, and right. you're not really ready. Right. You know, and so exactly. I, I always hear that you know you're waiting on God, but God is actually waiting on you. Yeah, and you and know, you know, so. you know what else I see, Crystal? Like, I mean, I know just talking from experience. Um, Sometimes you have to be flexible with your goals. They they change as you get experience and you grow, and you got it. You can't be just very narrow minded and not allow mm-hmm. your goals to grow. And so sometimes opportunities are presented to you that you never intended. Um, you know, and then uh, you know that's. God's way of get like you never thought of them, but they're even better than what you thought of at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because those sort of things have happened to me. Um, you know, like where I thought I'd be years ago, and the things that I've done, you know, just blow my mind because I compare. I, like I would never have even in a million years thought I would do the things that I've done. Um, and and you know, as I do more and more and more, my whole everything expands I, I'm about I'm able to do anything um, mm-hmm. but but you know just just taking for instance you know all I wanted to do when I came here was sing that's all I wanted to do and um, yeah I've sung I've sung on TV I've sung on you know I put a few singles out did it get as far as um, when I was young, I thought it would. Well, sometimes I thought, well, if I was ever on television, yeah, I've sung on television. I did that. I sung at the national anthem, Australian national anthem, at um, the um, uh, Rod Laver Arena and uh, uh, National Tennis Centre and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then, you know, then I was doing the radio, but that was all about music. I wanted to give indie artists because whenever I'm struggling with something, I want to share and give other people a platform and give people opportunities. So then I started the music radio show, which um, put me in contact with a lot of people, you know, and I got to know like Robert Clavellis and, you know, um, uh, even like I interviewed Leon Silvers. I had, uh, you know, Sarah Dash come on. I had, I've had so many people come on my show. Um, the other one that I do, the Melbadelphia show. And then, you know, I was doing that hustling and started the, uh, started the DVDOX radio show. Like, mm, it would have been, um, a cu- two years ago I started this, um, and I, it's gone through its ups and downs, but then, you know, a year into it, and I ha- I've had some amazing guests from, from Chris Jasper from the ILC Brothers and, uh, you know, just um, uh, amazing guests on here. And then all of a sudden I get this thing out of the blue, do you want to get involved in film? Something I never, ever thought about, you know? And right. it, it's turned me around. Um, the opportunities to get out a message with regard to film are unbelievable. Yes, there is a lot of noise, so you have to mm-hmm. be strategic. Um, but 
the exposure I got, I, I took a chance. I put money into someone else's dream because he needed the money, but he had the experience in that. And I went along for the ride. I was the investor and I had I owned 37.5% of it. That was Singledom, which was a web series. And it was the best experience I got to – and the branding I got from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and this was not anything I – set out for it was just something that fell in my lap you know but now it's pushing everything else like you know the start of this year I did the first season of Divadox I filmed it in January and already you know I've been winning in Los Angeles and Miami and you know so I'm growing this thing and like it was never like intended it's just like I'm going with the flow and trying to like <laughs> navigate mm-hmm. it all you know you know sometimes I, I think I need more help but you know i'm going with the flow and i'm not getting not getting over i'm just that's what i want to do for the rest of my life be able to impact people and and what's so amazing is when when you have those opportunities you know god knows what his will is uh-huh. for your life yeah so you have one opportunity and it it just naturally grows and develops into something else and then something bigger oh something yeah bigger oh because yeah he He's already knows your future. He uh-huh. already knows the plans that he has for you. Right. So it's just up to us to be open to those plans. Right. It's up to us to be willing to expect oh, and yeah. then accept whatever it is that that is in our best interest. And, you know, I had a lot of people, no, don't do that. It's a waste of money. You know, even family, <laughs> no, no, you, this uh-huh. is, this, you've used that for that money. That should go. No, you've just got to, like, listen to your head. You know? yeah. you got, I, I block people out. I become like, you know, this is my little cube, like my headspace that no one else can come in when I'm determined to do something. And and you got to take risk. I think if you're not, a, if you, the, the worst thing for people I believe is comfort, too much comfort. Because when mm-hmm. you become too comfortable, it's like you become almost um, stagnant. <laughs> stagnant, that's the perfect word for it. Comfort can lead to stagnation. And it's, right. it's, it's, a, it's very dangerous. I think it's always good to... You know, if there's something that you really want to do, you know, explore it. And also, don't take a stupid risk. Take a cal- – but but learn as much as you can. And when you get in, take a calculated risk. Like, what about the energy from the people coming – Come, the energy from the people involved in that opportunity? Is it really good energy? You know, because if it's really good energy, it's not going to hurt you to align with it, even if you're putting in money. I mean, because even money is – I equate money to energy too, if you if you know what I mean. Um, right. Uh, like uh, we have payment, but sometimes our energy is payment enough. <laughs> you know, some people just live in a monetary system, but if you live in a spiritual system too, you understand that sometimes people give more by just giving themselves than they do if they gave money. You know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it's just I think it's you know. Um, you know, putting the small steps in when you want to go for something, but not to be alarmed if there's an opportunity that comes that you didn't intend. 
don't that that might be your direction <laughs> you're meant to take <laughs> and and you and you'll know in your heart if you want to do it like your gut will tell you i've got to do this you know you know but it, it's so unexpected i've had so many of those experiences unexpected and whoa it's like a whirlwind you know and yeah. and it's and it's a learning yeah yeah and it's a learning experience because everything you know you've done that and you finished that and you move on but you know you try to build up a great network of people around you and inspirational yeah. people and you know just amazing people so um yeah so now with you and your journey to this book and um the steps that manifested that you were able to write about. What were those things that manifested in your life that you said, oh, I've got to write this, you know, and, and when did the opportunity present? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let me first confess that initially my first couple of vision boards were not correct. They uh -huh. weren't correct because I, I didn't follow through all, on all of the steps. Mm -hmm. I didn't do what's called the activation process. Okay. Um, but once I learned how to activate it, and that's basically all of step two and, and step three, mm -hmm. the things that God blessed me with was I, I've always wanted to be an author. Right. So two years ago, I released my first um, mm -hmm. single book. And I say single because I, I was a co-author with three other um, inspirational or spiritual books. Mm -hmm. But my first book was How to Be... Google Skinny, and it's a weight loss and health management book. Mm. And I received so much um, praise and um, well response from that book. It was actually um, featured in Charlotte's Women's Today and DebtDiets.com. Mm. So it, it was really well received. Um, I think one of the, the things that I've kind of struggled with almost all of my life is I've been looking for Mr. Wright. Right. Uh -huh. it, it wasn't until maybe about uh, five years or so ago that um, I met a man that he's been absolutely perfect for mm -hmm. me. And I put it on my vision board. You know, all the things that I wanted, all the things that I knew would um, create a relationship that was equally yoked mm -hmm. and one that that God brought together. Right. So um, I talk about Randy in the book um, a lot. He's actually mentioned in the, in the other book as, as well. Mm -hmm. But when you find someone that you know that you're destined to spend the rest of your life with and that you, you've prayed for and then it manifests itself, mm -hmm then you, you know that you're doing something right. Right. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm extremely thankful for that. Um, I also share, share a couple of other um, stories, brief stories in the book. Um, but I think out of all of them, perhaps my, my relationship with Randy has been probably the, the most fulfilling out of all the things that I've I've received wow. all the blessings from God. <laughs> wow. Now, oh, now, you. Randy, is he, does he work in a field that is similar? <clears throat> no, um, opposites attract. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> Randy, no, no. He, he's a project manager um, mm -hmm. for a uh, energy company. Right. 
and uh, he is more practical, where I guess I'm more creative, and right. you know, we balance each other, each other out. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you, you're lucky. I've had to be... I, I, I'm both and I don't know how I do it. I don't know <laughs> because I, my, my day job, I'm, you know, project management, you know, in corporate, you know, pharma, pharma project management, but yet my passionate side and what I really want to do is creative, but the money that I've earned and, uh, you know, the, the big money that I earn is in project management in corporate, especially in pharma. And, um, you know, that's facilitated my visions and dreams. I mean, you know, no one else was going to pay for them, but, but, you know me and so uh, you know I've had to you know get some uh, contracts the last one was very the last the last position I was in was very grueling it was um, I, I felt it was going to kill me you know because they wanted all my time and they were taking all my energy from my passions and you know I mm-hmm. it, yeah I, I just felt it was going to kill me um, and thank god I'm not there anymore but I mean they were a great company to have on my resume but um, I'm telling you it's just you got to go after your visions and passions um me i'm such a visionary who goes after my passions that i felt uh they wanted to own my life and everything that i i valued and my my i i value the corporate life because it's given me um i guess it's given me the ability to um create and pursue my visions like uh, pursue them um mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people just dream and never do anything about it i've been able to fortunately because of you know the money i can bring in but at the at the same time you know what i want to work on is what i'm trying to create for myself but i have to work the other part of my life in order to make it happen <laughs> yeah, but that makes a lot of sense i mean we all have to pay our dues yeah. um to a certain extent until mm-hmm. the things that god really has for us mm-hmm. begin to take shape and, and fruition but but we also have to understand that though the journey that we take mm-hmm. those little missions that we are um responsible for until we actually land the purpose and the fulfillment of right. what, what God is planning for us, mm-hmm. it's all preparing us. Right. So we have to do the things that we don't want to do Ugh. in order to be mm-hmm. prepared for that ultimate right. journey. Right, right, Yeah. And, and and I have to say I've met amazing people and, you know, uh, you know, I also hear what you say about being equally yoked. I think it's really hard to be equally yoked to someone for many people even if it is under god the marriage um Mm -hmm. just uh you know when someone strong women especially find it especially hard i think (laughs) i i I think you know and i'm not sure you're both strong women i'm not sure if you agree with me or not but it is especially hard as a strong woman to you know find someone that is as equally yoked. <laughs> so, you know. But again, it's, it's all a part of that mm-hmm. prayer process. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to admit, and I say this in, in the book, um, even before I started creating the, the spiritual vision board, I had a prayer book or a prayer journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that book, I wrote down all of the things that I desired from a mate. Right. And 
equally yoked was right at the top. Right. So, and this was some years, like I said, even before I started creating the spiritual vision mm-hmm. boards. But it's a part of that idea of prayer is very powerful. Oh, yeah. You know, God mm-hmm. gave us prayer for a purpose. So we need to be able to be mindful of what it is and how we can use it and take advantage of it. I oh, mean, yeah. It's not just a verbal communication that we have with God. Mm-hmm. Visual prayer, the spiritual vision board, is all about adding another dimension to our prayer experience. Right. That mm-hmm. visual component. So we're constantly seeing prayer. We're constantly seeing those images. We're gravitating to them. Mm-hmm. And when we're connecting to those images, to those affirmations, to those mantras, mm. that is how that um, inspired thought takes place. And that is when God starts opening those doors of opportunities for us to, to receive our blessing. Oh, that's really, that's really, really wonderful. Rhonda? Uh, yeah, and I, I think it's really um awesome to have that component on there because it's a constant reminder you know of because you know we're human right mm-hmm. so something's right. not going our way we get distressed distraught depressed distraught and just you know we go crazy right mm. and you know like me I'm a spiritual person but sometimes you forget that you know who you know you sometimes it's like I'm just gonna stress out and spaz out even though I know I have God but just seeing it on your vision board it takes it to another level it puts it in your face you know it makes it tangible you know so that's why I'm like just so in love with it and I think that um you know what you're saying you're right about the power of prayer Mm -hmm. um and and finding that person we we can find that person that's equally yoked because I have a great husband too and I love Mm -hmm. him to death you know and we're equally yoked but and that person's out there but like like Dr. Kristen said you have to know what you want um and wait be willing to wait to find it I think that's that's another part of the dating process you know with people we Mm -hmm. don't want to wait we want it fast Oh, you know, yeah. But to find, to find the right person, you know, you got to wait on it. You know, sometimes you got to wait and we got to be okay with waiting. And it's okay to be by yourself sometimes until you find the right person. Definitely. You know, so. Yes, so right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we are. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard. You have to experience life to come to that because mm-hmm. right at the start of life when you're young when you're a teen going into your early 20s even through your 20s you're not usually at that point that you're looking for that equal yoking that comes around that comes about later on after you've gone through life and realize it doesn't <laughs> you know these other things don't work you know you've got to make those mistakes so what well, you know yeah. that's why people should never feel that if they've been in a relationship that doesn't work that they're a failure because it's not really a failure it's learning and we yeah. learn we learn and evolve and um uh, you know what we were seeking 10 years ago is not what we're seeking now and um, you know perhaps we weren't looking for or we were looking for something that provided us with a lesson we needed to learn at that point but we've learned that lesson be it through a person <laughs> or a because uh, often the lesson is in a person <laughs> you know and and um, you know and a situation and 
you know, a, a God takes them away when we've done with that lesson and they've remained in that, that same place, but we've evolved and moved to another place. I think that then right. we're, we're able to move on. But um, sometimes people can come back into your life. If they, if they were important to you, they didn't learn the lesson, but they learned the lesson later. They can come back. And, you know, um, I really believe that. I just believe that you can't wait for people to do that to do the spiritual catching up you have to you have to look after your own spirit (laughs) you know that's so true you have to protect yourself you know and all of it too Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they have to whatever is going on in their life is just that they have to learn something at that time and then you're on a different timetable yes you have to move on and let them learn whatever lesson that god has for them to learn exactly you're, you're absolutely right Exactly, exactly. And now you've got the book coming out tomorrow, which is really exciting. Yes, tomorrow. <laughs> so, so um, and you've got a few people involved because um, we're about to, and I'm just adding their numbers in and I'll, I'll bring them on in a second, I'll play some music and bring them on. But do you want to just give us a bit of an overview to the people that I'm going to bring on on this call and, um, you know, how they contributed to the book. Sure. Um, There are um, three, four vision board coaches that Mm -hmm. are involved with with the book. Um, What's amazing is the, the very first person that I contacted um, I was talking with her, and I'm, I'm sharing with her my vision for the book. And while I'm talking with her, I could feel God's presence. Oh, and yeah. he shared with me mm-hmm. that you are going to contact um, – mm, he shared with me that there is a person who's going to be involved with this book from California. Wow. So I actually contacted all of the vision board coaches um, and at that at that particular point, I had one from Ohio, one from Michigan, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't have anyone from California. So I kept calling around, finding um, most of the, the vision board coaches I found through through Instagram and Facebook. Wow! And, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yes. And I prayed about it. I just I asked God to direct me to make sure that they were. Um, they had the same vision for the book that, that I had. Right. And mm-hmm. then one of the last phone calls that I, I made, it just happened to be Lisa, um, who we'll be talking to shortly, and she's actually from, from California. Right. And then after Lisa, um, uh, Alicia is from Ohio. Um, then we have Sharice, and she's from Michigan. And then the last um, vision board coach, unfortunately, I don't think she's joining us tonight, but she's from Australia. Oh, wow. What's her name? Suzanne. Suzanne. Wow. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. all uh, their vision boards are actually in the sample chapter with some of their clients. And then the other person that we'll be speaking to tonight, hopefully, is um, Charles Easley. Charles Easley goes by the brand of Professor Locke, and he actually released his book earlier. Really? Um, wow. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bestseller on Amazon, and he, we're hoping to duplicate that effort. Wow. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with visual prayer. Yeah. 
Wow. So yeah, that that's all of the players. That's cool. that's awesome. That's really great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love I love that. So why don't we and um I know that Dr. Rhonda, she's not able to stay for the whole show. So I know I'm not sure when you're going to drop off or when you're not going to drop off. But what I'm going to do, if you've got something else you want to say, and then after that, I'm going to put some music on and bring on everyone while I put the music on. <laughs> the David Ox thing. Uh, yeah, I just mm-hmm. want to say it was a pleasure talking with you, Dr. Crystal. And um, what I would love to connect with you offline. Oh, sure. Um, well, how you can find me is um, all of my social media is the same. It's Ask Dr. Chris, A-S-K-D-R-C-R-I-S, and that's on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. So okay. any of those social media platforms, you can find me through Ask Dr. Chris. And through LinkedIn, it's just my regular name, <laughs> Dr. Crystal Green. All right. I will connect. Well, it was nice talking to you. I'm going to hang up off the line now. Okay. Well, we will talk to you um, in the next uh, few days or next week or so, Dr. Rhonda. So thank you for joining the call. Thank you, Dr. Rhonda. Thank you. Thank you. And audience, we are just going to go to a brief break where we're going to play the Diva Docs theme and then Dr. Crystal and myself will be back with some of the people that we just mentioned. So everyone sit back, relax and enjoy and we'll be back in...
Have I got everyone on the line or not? (laughs) I I don't know if we've got everyone on the line or not. I might have missed someone. So um, if we can just uh, go around and see who I've got. It looks like I've got Dr. Crystal. I've got Teresa, Alicia, Lisa. Okay. I need to bring on... um, who else do I need to bring on? Is uh, Charles didn't pick up, so I think I've got everyone on. Is that right? Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> okay, I went to his voicemail, so if he wants to call in, um, I, I did I give you that number? I can give you that number, and you can text him, and he can call in if he wants. Okay. 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 So I'm going to I'm going to message you on Facebook with that number. But now let's get into the nitty gritty of uh, the coaches and um, how this has impacted um, the spiritual vision boards with what you were previously doing. So um, if we want to go around the circle and talk about what you did previously and how this new approach to vision boarding has changed what you teach. So I'm going to go to Lisa first. Lisa. How has it changed what I've been teaching as far as my coaching practice? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Yes? I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, I can't hear you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Bringing a spiritual aspect to it is actually more centering for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. because there is so much literature out there to back up all of mm-hmm. the verses and all of the advice and, and um, everything that's in the Bible about how to live our life. Right. So mm-hmm. the law of attraction and everything that is in the Bible, if you really look at the two in comparison, they're virtually mm-hmm. identical. Mm-hmm. And the, the, thing that, the thing that I find really cool about it is this. Some people aren't privy to having a religious aspect or they'll be kind of skeptical about it but then when you show them the the parallels like well not the parallels but how they kind of coincide with each other mm-hmm. well yeah that'd be parallel um they start to be more open and that in one aspect you're you're showing them about the law of attraction and and how that works in their life but in, in another aspect you're also getting them more acquainted with god Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Whereas before they might not have been so so open to it. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, the Bible this, whatever. But when you show them that there's so many coincidences, there's so many things that, that go together, mm-hmm. it opens up a whole new world for a lot of people. At least that's the experience mm-hmm. that I've had. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and Alicia... How uh, yes, the same hello. question to you, and if you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and how it's impacted your coaching teaching. Well, yes. Hello, everyone. I I would say for me, um, you know, I know Crystal mentioned a lot about the secret, and 
when I started to create my own vision boards and people were like, oh, you must have watched the movie The Secret. And, and I'm like, what are they talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, when I started creating mine, it was more of a, I'm very, I'm very artistic, whether it's writing or I'm not a much of a drawer, but for me, I was trying to put my feelings out, my emotions out mm. somehow, you know, and for mm-hmm. me, I started creating what I then found out was a vision board. Mm. And when I got the feeling from doing it myself, it was like, um, my heart was open. I was open to receive. I started to believe in myself more and to bring in the spiritual aspect of it. Um, when I started teaching other people, I found myself, um, across the board, different religions, whether it was non-believers, Christians, um, people who believed in, you know, if it's Buddhism. So, you know, I had to really help people to connect to their higher self, whether that's God, you know, there's a higher power that resides in each one of us. Mm-hmm. So definitely, me, mm-hmm. you know, the spiritual side of it across many religions, it's all the same. Mm. It's all a higher power that if we allow, if we believe, we ask, and we allow to receive, mm-hmm. can guide us to the places that we desire and that we dream. Right. So I'd say mm-hmm. for me, what has changed in in actually doing the process of a spiritual vision board, it's always been spiritual for me because it's heartfelt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. from my heart and you know, sharing that with others is just helping them to see that everything that is out there that you dream of, that you envision for yourself, it already is it it already exists. Mhm. You mm-hmm. just have to believe it. Right. You, you know, you have to believe it. Once you can send out that vibration that you believe mm. that it already exists and stay open, opportunities will flow to you left and right. And I think this book, Visual Prayer by Crystal, for me, is a manifestation of, you know, of that for me because I wanted to find a way to share this mm. with people. Well, oh my gosh, like all this stuff is happening and Mm. it's all great. And, you know, I actually did a vision board where I was like, okay, how do I get this out? I had like, you know, Instagram and, you know, social media, like I want to get this word out of, you know, people can find this within themselves. Mm. You know, they could find God within themselves. Right. You know, so when Crystal contact, you know, when she contacted me, that was just, validation for me that mm-hmm. it's it's out there anything oh, yeah. that we want we desire mm-hmm. it's out there so that's how it's changed me that's how it's changed you know my workshops that I do individual coaching that I do with people um, you know spiritually whether you believe in God Buddha Jesus yeah it's all the same absolutely that was beautiful, Alicia. <laughs> that was absolutely beautiful. I love how you explained it. And um, 
the whole idea of being being open, open mm. to receiving whatever it is right. that, that God has for us. Right. Because he loves right. us all equally, and I share this a lot in the book, God is no respecter of persons. And so right. whatever we ask in his name, if we believe in it, if we're mm-hmm. open to it, then we will. He will bless us with the desires of our heart. Mm-hmm. So, that he will. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> that <was> no problem. <laughs> yes. And now, Teresa. And that's funny because it's Lisa, Alicia, and Teresa. You all, <laughs> you all end in an A, and then I'm Elisa. So I mean, that's even like wow, you know. Yeah. Crystal, you're the only one who ends in L. You know, we're all ending in A. You know, and my name's halfway between Alicia and Lisa, and everyone calls me both. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I've been called Alicia, Eliza, and Lisa. So there you go, you know. <laughs> so in any case, um, yeah, um, Teresa, if you want to uh, give us your input. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, um, I have always, everything I've done has been from a spiritual foundation. My mm-hmm. um, mother is a pastor, and she's been in the ministry since I think I was about 12 years old. So for me, all I know is that um, the foundation has to be set, and it has to be set spiritually. But where I, when I was first started doing this, I was just doing collages, and I was working um, for the state of Michigan in recovery. And so that kind of got tricky about, you know, God and higher power and all of this. Mm-hmm. But once I got a hold to the vision board process, I did make it a spiritual thing, and I may I, I asked them to just start from, um, just as Lisa said, being open, being mm-hmm. open yeah. to see yourself in a much better place in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And my question would be, where do you see yourself, and is it is it in a much better place mm-hmm. in the future? And that's where um, I started from, from even me, even going back over, redoing, um, because I believe in do-overs, redoing my vision board um, and, and recognizing that um, Habakkuk 2 says, write the vision and make it plain mm-hmm. so that they yeah. may run, read it and run with it. And that's mm-hmm. for me, it's telling the world, um, shouting it out to the world that this is, ha- this is happening, this can happen. And because my foundation is my, my um, father, I know that he's not man and he can't lie. So whatever we put down on paper, um, as it says, the law of attraction says you bring it to you. Mm-hmm. And so um, doing that, when Crystal contacted me, I had did my actual, I would say my actual first vision board um, party. And we had a bar. And when I say the ladies really took it in, it was like ending. And the ladies were really, I didn't want to end it because I didn't want to make anybody feel like they had to stop writing their vision just mm-hmm. in, in, in the middle of it, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. so we kept, some of us just kept on going and the ladies kept on going. And, but when I was doing it with the young ladies, I I did it with another group of young girls and I found myself getting excited because all I could think was, God, several years ago, I asked you, I asked you for certain things and here it is now coming full circle. And so now I'm about to create a whole nother vision board putting my request out there to you. So I don't know any other way except laying the foundation in a spiritual form. Mm. 
I have, I don't yeah. know any other way. So this is just mm-hmm. what I know. God is not man. He cannot lie. He will not lie to you. Whatever you ask, mm-hmm. whatever you ask, if you go to him, you can ask anything. And so that's just, you know, what I teach. And I was able to teach it in the recovery, in the recovery um, community, mm-hmm. just under, you know, your higher power, right. whatever you ask, mm-hmm. whatever you put out there, because you cannot say, and this is just my belief, I'm I'm an addict or I'm a prostitute. Hi, I'm I'm a prostitute, and you're clean. You're clean, and you have you're you're not doing that anymore. So you can't speak out of two sides of your mouth. So you have to make it clear. What is it you believe? Mm-hmm. What is it that mm. you believe? So they weren't what writing. They believe? weren't writing what they were in there for. They were writing what they wanted to be. What they, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's just how it's been for me. Everything is from a spiritual foundation for me. And again, mm-hmm. your higher power, whatever you want to call it, because I'm not going to, you know, however you see it, because as Lisa said, we have a higher power. There is a right. higher power. I call him God. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yes. And and some people, you know, they might have the best intentions. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to give this to all of um, you. So they, a person might have a vision board and they might have the best intentions and they might even believe in it. Um, but they're surrounded by people who don't believe who they might even be married to, that a family. Um, how do they deal with... A negative environment that does not believe, and I mean, I've dealt with these things myself, but I'm interested to hear how you would suggest for someone who's writing a vision board and they've written down, they've written down their vision, they've got their intentions, they're prepared to take action, but they're not prepared to take action on letting go of some of the people around themselves who are negative players. What, what? do you say to those people when it's immediately obvious that, um, say in an addict's case, that they might have a husband who facilitates the addiction or, you know, um, they might have uh, people that are so dependent on their salary that they are fearful for, for them of that person doing anything else, going after what they really want because they're so accustomed to the salary that they're bringing in. How do you tell them to deal with those things when they're prepared to deal with it themselves but the people around them are not? Well, this is Alicia. I'll just say I know in my workshops fear is like the biggest, of course, the biggest obstacle Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of all. And I know with the clients that I work with, I do a journaling exercise mm-hmm. of, you know, if money, people's opinions, um, fear, family, the, any of that was an obstacle, what does your heart desire? What do you believe about yourself? Mm-hmm. And it's writing, mm-hmm. you know. So a lot of times you have to let go of friends. Mm-hmm. You have to let go right. of. You have to let go of <laughs> occupations. Family. You have to, <laughs> Family. I mean, you can't. You can't yeah. Family. But I mean, there's a. It's doing going through this process mm-hmm. spiritually with a vision board. It's not all like you know roses and peaches and cream. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're right. gonna you're gonna hit spots where you're you have you're gonna question. 
a lot of things in your life that are happening, whether they're relationships mm-hmm. with, you know, loved ones, coworkers, with yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, it's not an easy process, but I know what I, you know, try to coach is really just center back to yourself. Mm-hmm. What's important mm-hmm. to you? Because that's all that matters. You're mm-hmm. connected to God. You're connected to your higher power. Nothing else matters around you because you you have the mm-hmm. ability to create and change those relationships. Right. So, right. But it's a process. It's mm. not. It's really not easy. I mean, I think all of us probably on the phone that have done this work and are still doing it every day. It's mm-hmm. work. <sighs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. work. Oh. You have to. Definitely. You know, really change a lot in your life and, you know, change relationships and... It's not a easy. lot of mm-hmm. now, now, now. I I've never done a vision board per se before, but I consider myself a visionary, and I consider myself mm-hmm. an action taker. I consider myself um, very in tune to spirituality, in tune to people's energy, um, and. Mm-hmm. I, you know, have even moved a half a world away from, you know, because I needed to get away from being judged. I needed to be able to be free to do what I needed to do. Um, yep. And and believe me, that's been wonderful because I know that if mm-hmm. I hadn't, have, I would have probably just ended up a married housewife and not had the opportunities right. that I had, um, right. which is great for some people. I'm not saying that's not great for some people, but right. that was not my vision of that myself. No, I right. mean, not that I didn't get married and have a child. I did, you know, but that was not my default definition of myself uh, that was just it was something I wanted I want and I especially wanted a child but uh, that didn't define me you know so I know right. some people that's more of a definition of themselves I'm probably uh, you know not so defined by that you know some might call that selfish I don't think it's selfish I'm no, just no, no. <laughs> no not at all not yeah at all. but not but um I I believe that we have mental I, I think that doing this vision board work after I've had this conversation it's going to be really interesting um but I I know that I have like uh manifested things by just you know acting on them feeling the fear and doing anyway surrounding myself with Mm -hmm. a good network so and and Mm -hmm. setting huge goals and feel you know just feeling the fear but taking a step anyway each time and and when the opportunity comes preparing myself for opportunity so then I take it you know and and also um when people have tried to box me, don't let them box me. Just continue to work um, so that they, they then they eat their words in the end. That's a great feeling, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a great feeling. Yeah. But I really believe that we can have these vision boards in our heads, you know, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think you're yeah. a visual side, that, that mental rollerback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's, that's where it starts. I do believe that the vision starts with you putting it down on paper is right. is mm-hmm. pushing you to the action part to right. making it making it happen right. let, allowing it to manifest right. because if you truly use the vision board for what it is mm-hmm. you're putting it in you're putting it in a place where you can see it right and you're reminded all every day one of the ladies i know mm-hmm. she um she posted it on her ceiling in her bedroom mm. above her bed 
Mm. And so when she laid down at night, she looked up at it. When she mm-hmm. woke yeah. up in the morning, she looked up at it. Mm. And that's where, you know, that, that was her constant mm-hmm. reminder. Now, you know and I, and I, yeah, that's, a, so, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. One of the things that I, I try to um, instill with my clients is this. You make it portable if you take a picture of it with mm-hmm. your cell phone. Mm-hmm. So after you make mm-hmm. it and you, you put it in your designated Okay, that's spot, a good idea. Okay. In your office or right. um, on the ceiling, which is a great place. Mm-hmm. But make it portable. So take a picture of it on your cell phone, mm-hmm. and then you can be reminded of all of those things that you've asked for every right. time you look at your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Now, now, yeah. do you also find that, uh, you know, with the vision boards, is it better to do it on a cardboard or PowerPoint or, uh, you know, what is the best way to do a vision board? And and is there a certain number of um, images that you should have so it doesn't get cluttered? Um, does is does clutter affect it? Should it be streamlined or it can be any haphazard way we like? Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. it depends on the person. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of yeah, people yeah. are creative yeah. differently. You know, I've right. seen people make ones that are big but small pictures. I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, like mine personally are more like a collage. They cover the whole board. But for mm-hmm. me, that's how I connect to it. So everyone's yeah. going to connect mm-hmm. differently. Differently. Right. I've had ladies who do, who do it, and they, it's it's spatial. They leave space. Um, some of them do um, the collage kind. I've mm-hmm. had women who um, didn't use pictures; they use markers because I bring in markers, colored mm-hmm. pens, mm-hmm. Um, little uh, little stickers. So they, I, I've seen it done many different ways. And and again, people are. That's the beauty of all of us. We're unique in our mm. own way. And mm-hmm. so um, I fall in love with all of them. Everyone I see, mm-hmm. I've seen some who strictly do it um, for their employment purposes, you right. know, for mm-hmm. their career purposes. I've seen them strictly do it for their personal life. Right. I've seen them strictly do it for making a statement about marriage, right. you know, and what mm-hmm. they want to see and what kind of man that they want to attract <laughs> and things like that. And then I've seen them do it. I've seen them I do think- it all in one on one board. Right. So and and I think that I it should be all in one because we're one person. Yeah. We're one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now asking you that, so is there a uh, – is it more tangible if you put it down on paper in comparison to a PowerPoint? Do you feel that you get more out of it or do you feel that PowerPoint is just as personable and strong? Well, I have never done a PowerPoint. I, I actually, yeah, I yeah, I have both. I have both the PowerPoint version that – I call it the technology oh, okay. version, right. and the other okay. version is the physical, um, like a collage. Right. So one of okay. the things that I did with the collage, I just wanted it large, so it looks like a piece of art. And then mm, okay. the, the PowerPoint is just it's easier to manage. Yeah. So when you're going through step four, which is revise, mm-hmm. you're taking your images off and you're placing um, new images and new affirmations. It's it's a <clears throat> I'm just losing my voice. Right. It's a lot easier. But in the okay, book, mm-hmm. um, chapter 10, which is the sample chapter, you'll see a mix of both. So there are some um, clients who will prefer to use the physical collage version, and then there mm-hmm. are a few of the PowerPoint. Right. So 
it really depends on the client. Um, mm. Like I said, I like both because I like the artsy, you know, collage, mm-hmm. but I like the neatness and the ability to revise it constantly with the, mm-hmm. the PowerPoint. Yeah. And, oh. and now do you also have, uh, you know, because it's always good to have one vision board, um, but then do you have, because we always think in terms of, uh, and, and excuse me for the, uh, I've got a um, wire that's a little uh, funky that I have to replace. <laughs> my voice might be going in that. I'm trying to hold it so it doesn't uh, go off. I need to replace the wire on my um, uh, microphone headset. But in any case, if you uh, have long-term goals and you're, so you're coming into 2016, so you might have 2016 goals and then you might have life goals. Is it a good thing to put them all in the one or do people separate them and say 2016 goals, here's the five-year plan, here's the life plan? I think it's better to separate them. You think it's better to separate? Yeah. So do you have yeah. a... Yeah, because then it's, it's, you've got your focus on one aspect on one board and then you've got the other on whatever your long terms are because you're going to... To me, that's confusing. Right, right. You've got short-term goals and you put your long-term goals together, it's all going to get muddled. Right, because because long-term, uh, short-term goals might be to do with immediate money. They might be to do with, yeah. um, mm-hmm. whereas long-term goals are usually more uh, about self-actualization and achievement, exactly. you know, and passion. Right. Uh, short-term yeah, goals you know. might not be so passionate because it's not, uh, it's not, you know, there might be steps towards it. There might be different little yeah. things you do, but, you know, the manifestation of the entire passion, you have to, uh, I guess, compartmentalize yourself. <laughs> you know? Well, it's also, it also has to do with, for the secret, if you, with the law of attraction, aren't definitive with what you want and what you desire, right. you're going to basically confuse the universe. Confuse, right, right. right. Yeah, and exactly then you're not going to get anything done. Right. You're not going to get yeah. anything done because mm-hmm. you're going to be... It you to be definitive on what you want. Right. Uh-huh. This is what I want and this is when I want it. You have to be very, very Clear. straight about exactly what you want. You have to be very right. definitive. Wow. So, yeah, we do separate ones. Wow. So that yeah. that's that's interesting. So so now with my this show I've also made a web TV talk show. So I have a web TV talk show portion of it. And mm-hmm. I did the first um season back in January and then um I I actually was able to nail a Jerry Heller interview the day before Straight Outta Compton came out and I've been able to get mm. some other ones some uh oh. which I've got 20,000 views in like 12 weeks it's ridiculous wow. but and and then I won at LA web yeah so now I'm getting accolades like I won in LA I won two awards in LA for David Oxen also for the web series I got involved with uh, we won two awards too and then I won the best uh, talk show in Miami just um, in um, October 2015. Wow. So this next year I'm going to go 
enter into those things again because um, I wa- that was really great. You know, I had no, I didn't anticipate this was going to happen, but I was hoping for success. It was more successful mm-hmm. than I could have hoped. But at the same time, I'm getting the accolades, but I need to make the money of it so I can make my passion what I work in. So right. I can make my passion right. what I work in because I still have yeah. to work my project management, <laughs> my, my project management, um, you know, farmer type stuff which which is great and which I've done since 2001 um, and earns me very good money Um, but you know I really want to evolve you know whether uh, I I really want to evolve and work in my passion full-time you know and Mm -hmm. that that would be really uh, you know I have to put it out there but the only way I can do that is to make the money yeah get it clear to the T of exactly how you want it to turn out. Right, because right, right. now I'm getting the accolades. Yeah. I'm getting, uh, you know, I'm getting the accolades and, uh, you know, I've just uh, actually reached out and asked, um, um, uh, you know, some, one of the guests that I had on in the first season to come back on, her and these other three women that are all, you know, names, like big R&B names to come on and do a show with me. And yeah. she said that they would, That's yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so they're all going to come. I'm going to do interviews with them. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. In, in January. But, you know, I've, I've got to make this start paying you know <laughs> because right. okay. because yeah. this is what I want and I, I'm not doing it just for the celebrity I'm doing it because no, I want to make people it. think I, I like to okay. challenge people's um the status quo I like to make mm-hmm. people think so I do tend to touch on issues um they might be social issues or controversial issues um yes. I'm not afraid of being controversial <laughs> so Good. Good for you. and and um, Elisa, I, Elisa, I would just say mm-hmm. um, when you're um, a big part for me is imagining. So right. as you're talking, I could hear the passion in your voice mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this this interview and that interview. Think of that passion of what you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. like the feeling, you know, that feeling. Of I want a network or cable deal to bring in the millions. <laughs> <laughs> so then I can but do imagine, what I like. That's what I want. Imagine, but imagine at the same time mm-hmm. that money is just flowing to you. So right. you're passionate right. about what right. you're doing. And just imagine right. like whether it's, I mean, in detail, like whether it's mm-hmm. checks in your mailbox, right. money in your bank account, money in your, <laughs> just imagine it flowing it to you as you're giving out to the world your gift. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And visualization is key to um, really making those mm-hmm. things that you're praying about, you're wishing and, and having faith for to come into um, fruition. Right. So when we visualize it, we visualize it with emotion. Right. How mm-hmm. will we feel when we actually receive those blessings? Right. So it's, it's a powerful process. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? You know what the thing is? You know what the thing is? I'm so good at, I'm so, I'm, I'm really good at taking action and really good at um, doing these things and, and making things happen. But I give so much of myself. But the thing that I've become so 
accountable for myself is making the money myself and uh, from my other life <laughs> and I you know I think that I don't feel as passionate about money in that life but that facilitates what I want to do and it's right. my attitude to money and don't don't get me wrong I earn enough but you know it's like I have to go to a, I'm thinking of going to Australia on Christmas day and I have to take my daughter and it's a whole lot of money and uh, you know it's it's just like you know I've always got to sacrifice one thing to do the other I want to do everything you know right. and, and me too. you know it, it's I want everything. I want to do everything and I, I always have to choose. And um, it, it's hard, you know, having mm -hmm. to choose because – but I don't regret any of the things that I've chosen. I think that I've always chosen well if it was a choice. But right. maybe it wasn't a choice. Maybe it was because I was asking the wrong thing. <laughs> maybe I, I, I didn't expand my um, – requests to ask for more exactly so so exactly. now i just gotta <laughs> so now i just gotta ask for more money <laughs> yes uh, yes but it goes yes. back to the the scripture was it says write the vision and make it plain you have yes. to make it plain and one of the things yes. we do and i know what i i have done being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. business owner uh, we're always afraid to talk about money because yes. we're always like well no this is what i want to do and i want to give back and yes. i want to do this and that but we have a gift yes and we're using our gift and we're mm -hmm. sharing our gift with the world mm -hmm. just like the actors, the basketball players, right. the hockey players, mm -hmm. the screenwriters, they have a gift and they give back and money flows to them because they're not afraid to dream and visualize big. We put, we put in, and I'm saying this because I've done this, I put a cap on what I want because I'm always like, well, I don't want people to think about money and I don't, I want everybody to be able to come. Yes. So we gotta, we have to write the vision and make it plain. What are we saying? What is it that you actually yes. want, Lisa? What do you want flowing? Someone said, mm -hmm. visualize money flowing to you. Yes. I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. I want to be wealthy in every aspect of my life. Right. So I oh. want all of that flowing to me. I want it all yes. coming to me. And I just know that as much as I give, give out, 100% mm -hmm. comes back to me. And it may not come in 2016, Right. It may not come in 2017. Right. But 2018, somebody better watch out because it's going to be a <laughs> yeah. volcano in Michigan. You understand what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. And I, look, to, I know it's have, coming. Have to do that. I know it's coming because I have been, you know, I, I know it's coming. I, I've got mm -hmm. like the angels around me too. They're helping me out. Any type of fear. You have to eliminate as much as possible mm -hmm. negative talk. Oh, yeah. Like, if you were to say, in other words, I don't want, just don't even let that come into your vocabulary. Right. Only say what you do want. Right. As much as you can. Anything that says, like, if you say, I don't want this, you're going to draw it to you anyway. Oh, right. Right. Okay. That's something you don't want to do. Because the universe can't tell the difference. Right. So you have to right. just say, I am wealthy. And mm -hmm. feel it like you are right, right. now. Imagine all okay. the feelings that you could feel if you had every bit of the money that you want. 
Right. You know that it's coming to you constantly, right. all the time. No so fear. I just have Women to, because I've been going right. back and forth about getting the yeah. trip to Australia, saying, what if I've just got to go get that trip, go buy those tickets tonight, $5,000 yeah. worth. <laughs> <laughs> one, of <the> one, <laughs> one of the things I came up with this morning was um, just the mantra is, I am a I can kind of woman. Right. Simple yeah. as that. I oh, am I a that. I can kind of woman. I right. I can. Mm-hmm. And when, yeah. I, when I'm unable to can, then I give myself a timeout. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know we mm-hmm. don't use yeah. the can. I am an I can kind of woman. And when I'm unable yeah. to can, I give myself a timeout. Because when we don't give ourselves a timeout, exactly. we go straight into negative talk. Right. And we, yeah. draw those, we draw those negative people. And we end up picking up the phone and, oh, Lisa, yeah. this not happening, this not happening. And Lisa, like, well, yeah, because life ain't going good for me. And then, no, I don't have those people. <laughs> I, I, don't, oh, I don't talk to those people. I don't. I, try to wean them out I, do, I, do, I try to only keep with I'll go to my friends that boost me you know they're like oh Lisa you can do anything <laughs> yeah. I and like so, those so, people yeah, so, yeah. So that's it. and the fear I, the acronym I use for fear is go ahead oh really really quick let me interject real fast uh-huh. I saw something the other day and I actually sent it to my daughter and it basically says you sometimes need to be that person that holds your own hand uh-huh. You need uh-huh. to be your own cheerleader because what if there isn't somebody you can call? What right. if there right. isn't a person available to boost you up? You need to be your own cheerleader and oh, you yeah. need to be okay with that. Uh, believe yeah. me, I've I've had to be that. I've had to be that yeah. for so long. Coming to a country where I knew no one, <laughs> you know? and and you know my mother died twenty three years ago, and oh. you know so she I didn't have anyone with my daughter, and then my my the only grandparent that my daughter has alive is my I, my my dad. Right. And he's in Australia, so I've done. I've had to be my own handholder for a lot of oh, things. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my friends, a lot of them were the, uh, the a lot of the friends that I came up with in this country were originally the mothers, uh, the other mothers at the daycare. <laughs> you know, Aww. so mm-hmm. you know. And then it became people from work. So, so mm-hmm. corporate America did serve a purpose because I grew a wonderful network of friends. There's a lot of amazing people in corporate America, you know. So, and yeah. it and it gave me the ability to go to school. Had I not gone to corporate America, I would have never been pushed to go to school. You know, get my um, and as an adult with a child, I, I got my associates yeah. in 2003, bachelor's 2005, MBA 2007, and you know I'm working on my doctorate now, and I'm hoping that I have it by the end of 2016. I've had to like you know I've, I've got till 2018 because you got seven years, and I started in um, mm-hmm. 2011, but I want to I want to finish it by the end of next year. <laughs> so. So, I mean, you know, I think that corporate America really pushed me to do those things because I didn't want to be working for someone who was um, less intelligent and less spiritual than myself. It wasn't fun, you know. So I had to work myself to a position where I didn't have to take that crap, you know. (laughs) And and, and then I was able to go after – and even when I was doing that, you know, I was singing because I'm also creative. So I sing and write. So I would sing occasionally. And, and then, and then, and then now, you know, with all the film stuff that I've only recently got into, which is now, I believe is going to be the medium that I use, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, that will project me further. I, I really believe that that's the way I will be going. 
Um, so I'm, I'm definitely wanting to get a network or cable deal with my talk show <laughs> and and other things as I expand them. You know, I, I want to create a whole platform of, of things for people. So, so it sounds like you're ready to make your 2016 um vision board then yes i am i definitely am i'm going to be making that i'm going to make it um probably um over the maybe over the weekend or if i go jump the plane to australia it might be on the uh, uh, might be on the plane not if i'll just let me just make one suggestion uh in the book there is um the very last chapter after the samples it talks about when is the best time to make a vision board. Right. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. spoil it and tell you because tomorrow you can buy the digital version. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> but when we think about, um, there's always a perfect time for something. Right. Always. So you, you just want to read that chapter on when when you when you should make your vision um, right. virtual vision board, and you will be on top of your goals. For 2016. Right. And and as I said, my 2015 and 2014 have all been fabulous. I've done things that I never anticipated and that are, uh, you know, carrying me to new levels. Like the world is my oyster now. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I want more money because I facilitated everything myself. So I've had to sacrifice in order to get, you know. <laughs> and, right. and um, you know, I'd rather have everything. So now I realize that I just have to put it out there that I'm going to do it. So I will be going to Australia. How's that? Does that sound good? It sounds yes. wonderful. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, so I'll be going to Australia leaving Christmas Day. So, yeah. So you will see me. I was like undecided until I spoke with all of you. <laughs> it was meant to happen. So. Sure was. Sure was. Divine <laughs> yeah, intervention. Yep. But. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that that sounds really, really, really good. I think that this has been a very uh, good exercise for me too, you know, and I'm hoping hoping that anyone listening in, you you know, you've seen – people have uh, seen me uh, work through a situation that I was undecided about and through uh, envisioning – I realize that I just have to expect abundance and uh, just do it as yeah. though it will be abundant and not worry yeah. and everything will be okay. And know you deserve it and know you're deserving of it because a lot of people don't have that. Right. They don't feel right. like they deserve it. Oh, I'm asking too much or there's no way mm-hmm. other people have that stuff happen to them. You know what I mean? Right. So we have to right. all they are all equally deserving we, of abundance uh, in whatever form any mass that we act. Oh, I love this. Right. I, I love this. I've right. like I've like, I've learned some things today and you helped me come to a decision mm-hmm. that you know, my daughter just walked into my room as I said it and she was like, Yeah, she wanted to get on the phone. I said, Get back. <laughs> get back. Go <laughs> So she's you know, obviously she wa- we we do go there this is the longest it's been for me while I've been in this country that I haven't been back and it'll be it's about three years since I've been there usually I go every one and a half to two years but I've had so many commitments with getting involved in the yeah so I've been getting involved in these opportunities which has taken my money (laughs) so 
<laughs> so I, I haven't been able to do everything, but I'm going this time because my dad's getting old and he's, he's not uh, very, you know, he's, he's, he's getting old and he's not uh, 100% health. So we need to, um, we need to, we need to uh, get to see yeah. him. So, yeah. Yeah, you do. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just, um, what a, what a great topic and I really look forward to putting together my spiritual vision board and uh, you know going through and I am Christian but I don't I'm not really uh, not not really like I don't know it as well as a lot of you do because I've sort of even though I went to a Catholic university and I then I went to a Christian university I did I went to Immaculata for my bachelor's and uh, Eastern um, university, which is a Christian university for my um, MBA, I am not, my mum kept it separate for me because she wanted, I, I guess she was, she was brought up in the um, Presbyterian, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, Protestant church mm-hmm. and um, we protest the Catholic church <laughs> and um <laughs> And she felt very guilty about a lot of things. She felt that she was very repressed and she yeah. wanted me to wanted more free. be more free. Um, yeah. So she didn't push that on me when I was a child. Um, yeah, mom. And, you know, though she did give us the picture books and, you know, we'd have the picture books of Jesus. And, but it wasn't, she didn't want to put fear in us of, of, of being oh, ourselves. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and so, you know, sometimes, you know, there'll be a point where I delve more into where I really want to be with all of that um, because mm-hmm. I'm not at a p- place that I know I need to be, but at the same point, I haven't been at a place where I wanted to complete. I I have at different times of my life got into more spirituality where, you know, I got into a lot of spiritual books. Um, You know, at one point it was the, um, the, um, uh, what, what, the, the, uh, what Celestine prophecy and you know all of those um, uh-huh. types you of seem very spiritual. You seem extremely spiritual to me, right? And so th- and then I've you're saying, yeah, uh huh. And then I've had my my mum has contacted me, and I believe that she watches over me. And also one of my friends recently passed um, from a brain tumor, and she was she was oh. wonderful. She started with um, my Melbourne Delphia show, which was my music show, and she was a singer. And um, it, it just happened really quickly. She was she died within six months of being diagnosed. She died in May. Goodness, I'm and, so sorry for your. Thoughts. Yeah, and uh, you know sometimes I'll turn on my Facebook and there she'll be, and I just feel like she's looking over me, like you know, and yeah, and I. She, I yes, that is your mother, definitely. Yeah, and my mother's even reached out to me through a few friends who, actually, uh, you know, they're I guess. Uh, healers or they they can actually they see more than the average person and mm-hmm. my mum's yes. actually reached out through them you know um which was really interesting so you know mm-hmm. I, I don't feel so alone <laughs> you know like I, I mean they never like come up and surprise me or appear to me uh, except in dreams my mum's appeared to me when I was going to make a major move I, I wasn't ready for she appeared to me and let me know 
that um, she loved me, but she was not. She was disappointed in the decision I was going to make, which I didn't make, and and that was interesting. And then um, she appeared in one of the other Diva Doc streams the other week. Um, myself and one of the other Diva Docs were on a beach in my friend in her dream. And a woman with blonde hair and a hat came up to us and you couldn't see her face, but she was really beautiful. And she came up and hugged us both and said, oh, I'm really proud of you girls. You're going to do amazing things. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 And we were like on a beach in a nice vacation spot, (laughs) which is great. (laughs) You know, but I mean, that's really nice that 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 happened. So, you know, I really believe that, you know. Um, their energies are around me and their energies want oh, the absolutely. best for me. Mm-hmm. Always, always. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I, I, I definitely will reach out and connect with you all or and you all reach out to me too because, you know, you're all wonderful inputs and I appreciate, Crystal, you introducing me to everyone and talking to everyone on this call. I've gone, <laughs> I've gone way out over the um, hour time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's thank a- you for allowing me on the show. Thank yes, you, Doctor. Yeah, I thank you. Appreciate your kindness and generosity. Oh, it's it's not not a problem um, either to bring to bring you on. If any of you you know have anything that you want to promote or have anything that you want to make noise about, you know, because it's all we all need to put things out there. You know, this is this platform. I have for all my friends and all my whoever wants to make noise. <laughs> you want to make noise, and then you can podcast it. And um, the good thing is, it's live, and I can, you know, do it whenever there's no nothing else scheduled. I have my two shows every week, but I can um, broadcast anytime I like, as long as there's not another um, uh, something being programmed at that that time. Yeah. But um, oh, okay. yeah, okay. so it's really good. So, but I try to keep it to just two nights and just two separate times because otherwise it would um, take over my life, and I have a lot of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I keep it. I keep it to a minimum. You know, I keep it to right. you know Thursday night and yeah. Tuesday night. So yeah, but. Um, but I just want to say thank you all um, for giving us your insight. Dr. Crystal, um, I want to hear your final thoughts. And um, if you can tell any of the listeners how they can purchase the new book and how they get in contact with you. Okay. Well, the book will go live on Amazon tomorrow. Oh, wow. How exciting. Um, we're having a special tomorrow the book um the digital version is just three dollars wow and again you can pick it up through amazon.com as far as getting in touch with me i am on all social media Mm -hmm. and my brand is ax dr chris a-s-k-d-r-c-r-i-s so you can find me on facebook twitter instagram um and pinterest how do you go with pinterest because pinterest is like a vision board isn't it Yes, yeah, it and is. you know, there are actually a couple of people who've created um, vision boards for right. Pinterest. Now, I don't know how they've done it because I, I just, I told you, I use the the PowerPoint and mm-hmm. the collage physical version. But yes, there are quite a few people on Pinterest that create their own mm-hmm. vision boards. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
Mm, that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. interesting. So everyone, and um, if you all have a site, Lisa, do you have a website that people can um, see or a um, handle, Twitter, Instagram handle? I do have um, Instagram. It's Claim Your Flame. Oh, I like um, that. You can also, <laughs> yes, Claim Your Flame on Instagram and on Facebook. It's also listed Claim Your Flame. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. That's how you can reach out to me. Okay. And Lisa? Yes. My Twitter is actually Chanel's Cafe. And my Facebook page is right now Lisa Alvarez INC. Okay. And my Instagram is the same, lisa.alvarez.inc as well. Oh, very cool. And Sharisa? Um, I am on Facebook, and it's Do You See What I See? I'm on Instagram at Sharisa Allen. And I am on Twitter, and yeah, I don't know my name. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you all, I, I have a post that's I'm on my page process, or on the... I'm in the process of changing it, but yes. I'm right. On, you can get Sharisa Do You See on Facebook <laughs> or Do You See What I See and on Instagram, Sharisa Allen, so... Oh, yeah. cool. So, so what I have on on Facebook, uh, um, both on the Divadox page and on my page, we have a promotion, you know, for tonight. So, if you want to like just put your details in the comments, each of you, that would that would be a real help. Oh, and so, great. yeah, and so so. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, we know we know it's to do with the vision, you know, the vision, the spiritual vision boards. And, uh, yeah, so just uh, just put something there. And um, definitely I think some of the other docs will reach out too. Uh, it's just everyone's crazy this time of year with, um, you know, mm -hmm. family. And, and uh, you know, obviously we're dealing with a lot of women who are very high power, whether it's being doctors or whether it's, you know, medical doctors. We've got a couple and, uh, you know, PhDs. And so everyone's really busy at this time of year, obviously. So, um, but I, I know... Uh, a few of them have, were very interested to um, have a listen afterwards too. So, mm -hmm. so I'm sure that you'll be they'll be reaching out. So, in any case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say thank you all for coming on the show, Dr. Crystal. It's been awesome. We'll talk this week, and I wish you a great launch tomorrow. And oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and I just yeah. I want to thank uh, all the listeners for listening in. Daryl Williams, WDKK Radio, for this amazing platform. Very, very grateful for it. And uh, I will be going to Australia, so I won't be on for the next two weeks. So okay. I will see everyone in the new year. <laughs> well, okay. I will, I will, I will be on. Yeah, I should you. say, Divadox will be back on air in the new year. So. Okay. Yeah, so so the next two weeks, next two Tuesdays, I'll be um, overseas. <laughs> so enjoy yourself. Yes, I will. I will. Thank thank you for settling that in my mind thank because you. there was so much back and forth. Thank you. So yeah. Thank you. So in any case, everyone, au revoir. Have a great night. A very merry Christmas and a very uh, just an amazing 2016. May it be successful, happy, healthy, and wealthy. How's that? All right. <laughs> okay, see you later.
Oh, 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 oh,